three, two, one. Um, at the like, like just to go back to what we were saying, like at the very least, it's like, bro, I I want to deal with the. I know relationships are gonna come with problems, but I just want to deal with the least amount of stuff as possible, bro. Mm -hmm. Because with my woman, it, it, with I mean, with your woman, you should want it to be as simple as possible. Like, yeah, you're gonna argue about things like. Why are you leaving the toilet seat up? Why is yeah. the cap off the toothpaste? Like stuff. You guys are going to argue about stupid stuff. Like it's going to happen, you right. know, but there should never be arguments about loyalty. There should never be arguments about, you know, trust. Like these are things that like, like you should have good intentions coming into it. Like, Hey, yeah. I, you know, I want to be with this person. I'm dating to marry or, Hey, I don't want to date this person. We're just, X, Y, and Z, you know what I mean? You should you you and your partner should be on the same page. Yeah. Like regardless. And for me, I want someone who is least problematic and understanding. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, if you could provide me with, you know, loyalty, if you can provide me with 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 trust, like I feel like I can trust you and you genuinely look it out for me, for me, like, hey, regardless, I, I I know the good side of you. I know the bad side of you. I'm choosing to be with you, like, and, you know, like, choosing to invest in this person. I I, I appreciate that stuff. You know, God-fearing, you know, has morals. Like, that's all things that are so attractive to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, that's what I'm starting to see is, like, I've been doing all this research, experience, and just common sense. It's, like, the hedonistic ways that, we've been programmed to be now everything is about literally what makes us feel good like chasing happiness you know live your life have fun but that is literally what's causing the pain that's what's causing depression that's what's causing disease that's what's causing like all these mental health issues all these like damaged relationships people are like self-sabotaging relationships literally the word self-sabotaging your relationships with like your partner to your friends to your parents it's like everything's about me 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 and before it was more like you know the bigger picture of things you sacrifice going out to the club so you can take your family out in the morning so you can go for a run so you can maybe eat better in the morning um you got work to do now it's like no i'd rather just go have fun live my life you know later on i'll start a family you know later on i'll i'll start my career and i feel like that's the problem because you act like you're gonna live here a hundred years like you don't know you're not you can't you can't even control you can only control so much you can even you know take care of yourself fully and then get hit by a truck the next day you know like you just never know so that's why it's like you know we have this like desire within us to do these like universal truths like starting a family being kind being charitable spreading a message getting closer to god being at peace and content with yourself not chasing like happiness like these short fulfilling things and and that's what's going on, man. Like, you're a consumer. You're almost a product to a lot of companies. You know, even the from the foods that you eat to the clothes that you wear to the colognes to the perfumes to to social media. Like, all these things are causing you to almost prioritize yourself to the point of self destruction. And that's why it's so important. Like, we need to really like empower ourselves and seek the truth like we need to really stop looking at what we've been told 
like you need to like rewire destroy all these ideas that literally is causing you harm and nobody does that people just like have beliefs but no knowledge people have knowledge but no belief in their knowledge like people don't apply nothing no more people just read a book affirmations like like you know i'm gonna get money i'm gonna you know um uh, i'm gonna be happy like you know you're just telling yourself all that all day but yeah you're doing things that is not gonna make you happy and you're doing things that is literally damaging you but that's the problem bro it's like i see that all the time i see these people struggling like ever since i like became muslim and really closing my relationship with god like that has literally what i don't have no you know i've dealt with some stuff in my life you know like i've struggled i shared on the podcast you know like i had things happen to me as a young child i had things happen to me as a teenager my mom um leaving a big chunk out of my life my dad having to work having no structure um going to um because I wasn't applying myself at a young age and I was lost and just in my emotions and I was just out of control, no, no guidance. I went to like special ed for a year, bro. Like, all, like and then there's a more, like a lot of things, you know, drinking a lot, um, doing drugs to a certain extent, never injections though. I don't play with that type of stuff, but like, you know, weed, cocaine, party drugs, like alcohol, chasing women, promiscuity, having sex, talking to multiple women, all watching TV, watching too much TV, um, wasting time with like wasteful entertainment, all these things like literally was distracting me and and making me just go all over the place. But then once I found God, it then created structure of like the way how to live life. Like there's a reason why we made it this far. And it's because God has been involved and like people don't know. Right. It's like it's not just like I mean, you need to definitely have a belief in God, but. For the people who are like logical thinkers, you know, those people that be like, oh, I don't believe in God because I don't see it. How could God be real if kids are getting raped and human trafficked and all that stuff? Right. People forget this is a human flaw. Like God gave us the choice of will, like the choice to make a decision, the choice to get away from our temptations, the urges. And he has put it in the Bible. He's put it in the Quran and, and all the holy scriptures that that literally exposes you to what happens if you don't follow these guidelines. Like if you always use intoxicants, you know, if you drink alcohol, what it does for you, not only are you drinking alcohol, but it impairs your judgment. There's proven studies. Everybody knows like you could be the most holiest person. You could be vegan and then you drink alcohol and now you're eating meat. You could be holy and believe in God and you're, you're in a monogamous relationship. You drink alcohol and now you're out there cheating. Like that literally is a reason why they try to get you away from drinking alcohol and stuff like that. And a, lot, and a lot of other things too. And, but when you remove God, you remove all the things that are in those like Holy scriptures that make you follow in the straight path to full contentment and full true happiness in life. But when you get away from that, you remove God, you remove what's a man, what's a woman, you remove how charitable you should be. You remove how you should love this woman dearly, how you as a woman, you should support your man and he's the man in the house. He should be supporting you and leading you and giving you a family, giving you everything that you need to be happy and content in real life. You remove all that stuff and now we're all hedonistic. We're all searching for our own pleasures and desires. Like we keep tapping the, the mouse feeder and we keep going for more. It's like dopamine hits. Like we're like damn near drug addicts that are chasing that one high. And like you see it too. Like I don't know, like... Like, what are some things that you think that you see nowadays that you see people struggling? Like, whether if it's, like, women in relationships, men in relationships, like, in society, like, what do you see? Like, I don't know, from, from your take, at least. 
That was a lot I just gave. So <laughs> something I see that's pretty common is, you know, people, you know, not being loyal in relationships. I see that pr- quite often. You know, cheating and not being monogamous is pretty much like common now. You know, and you know it's 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 more about like doing what you feel and chasing how you well chasing where your heart's you know telling you to go and you know if you really know like the bible you know the heart is the most treacherous thing that you can follow because your heart might tell you to do something that might not logically be smart or it might logically put you in danger might logically put you you know in jail (laughs) you know what i mean like so i think the, the, the most common thing that i'm seeing right now is you know people aren't like standing on any morals they don't have any guidance they don't really, you know, know what they want, but, you know, what looks good is being in a relationship. What looks good is having a woman, having a man, um, and, you know, obviously they still want to live a single life. People want to be in a relationship, be married, but do the exact same thing that they were doing when they were single. So the question I ask for that is, like, like why, why want to do those things? Like, why still want to be in the club? Why still want to do these things? Like away from your partner, go on these girls trips, go on these these trips and do these things and meet new people and 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 do all this stuff. But you are investing into a person, you know, you got kids and you have a husband, but you're more focused on, you know, going to Miami than providing for your family or watching your kids or any of that stuff. You know, why not is more important than than, you know kicking back and and enjoying time with your family the very limited time that you have so i'd say the the most common thing that i'm seeing right now is like kind of like the, the the single vibe culture but everybody being in relationships mm. damn yeah see and i feel like people don't even know why they do what they do you know some people just like you know are like almost programmed to just do things like, they don't even understand where, like, stuff, like, came from, you know? Like, people just do things and don't even know, like, the history of it. It's like, you know, women are putting makeup. Like, where, where did that come from? Why do you put makeup on? Like, is that, you know, your biggest contributor of, like, you know, just because you look good, does that mean you're a good person? You know, like, we forget, like, the insides. We forget, like, like even for men, too, it's kind of like, you know, if you're working out, to look good, like, well, why are you looking good for? Are you trying to just look good for women? Or are you trying to just actually be healthy, be optimal, be strong? Like if, you know, some if somebody needs for you to open the jar, you have that capability, you know, you're not flimsy. If you were to get in a fight and you need to protect your family and you're going to get somebody that's bigger than you, like do you have the confidence to do it? It's like I think we, we don't realize, like, why we do what we do and why we do it for. And I feel like there's, like, universal truths, you know, like, you know, you have to be very purposeful and intentional for like what you do every day or else you're doing things for like a projection of yourself. Like, you know, you're just looking good just to look good or just to like, you know, engage in like promiscuity or you're trying to look good because you feel good. And then you, uh, you could take the tasks on for the day. It makes you feel confident about yourself, but it should never be to the point where you do like surgical operations on yourself and, you know, to each his own. But I mean, you see like women are, dying with getting bbls you know like it's a sad thing that happened to d 
DC Young Fly, like his wife. And like, that's something that's heartbreaking, bro. Like just to get a BBL, now your wife is gone. Just for what has been projected onto her with social media, her other friends are getting it. Everybody's like trying to get this certain look, this certain aesthetic, because you'll get more Instagram followers, you'll get more looks, you'll feel good about yourself wearing this one piece of clothing that has fabrics that are not even good to be on your skin that's causing you to get sick. Like people don't even realize like, Things like polyester and men, like when men wear like underwear that's polyester 100%, they don't realize like there has been studies on certain fabrics that can cause cancer. And for men, it's like prostate, genital cancer and like stuff like that. Like you don't even look at like what you do. And I don't blame them. I don't put it past them. I'm still figuring out things, but it's kind of like you have to really like why are you eating this food? Why are you talking this way? Like, why is your life? Why am I taking antidepressants? Why am I just self-proclaiming myself as depressed and a sad person? It's kind of like, what am I doing to get here? You know? And like, I think that's what we don't do a lot. We don't reflect. We don't think no more. We're just like consumers. We just take, 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 give me, give me, give me, shove food underneath our mouth, have sex, like wasting energy and stuff like that. Like do things that like are, literally destroying us and causing us to die at an early age, whether if it's sickness, whether if it's engaging in like going to night, like nightlife events, like we're literally destroying ourselves and like putting ourselves in like situations where our life is like unfulfilling and like we're causing like almost our own demise. Yeah. You got something to laugh about over there, huh? No. <laughs> it's the food, it's the food in my I'm mouth. Trying to be, I'm trying to be an adult, bro. <laughs> As soon as I had the, uh, the shoving food in my mouth, I was like, God, God dang it. <laughs> See, we could be funny I'm and then be serious. Be, I'm trying to be an adult, bro. But the way you be saying some things, you're like, yeah, just <laughs> shoving the food in my mouth. Like, bro, like, that's crazy. <laughs> See, we could be serious and we could still joke around. Yeah. I think we need that sometimes. I feel like sometimes our podcast will be so serious. Like, so like, da, 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 and then da, da, I'm da. just fucking crying, laughing on the side. We ain't do that more, though. <laughs> But but it's true though, like we like all that all that stuff even being said, bro, like mm-hmm. you should like you you shouldn't take life so serious, but you mm-hmm. should like, you know, have fun, you know, go out on vacation. Like having fun doesn't mean getting drunk. Having fun doesn't have to be that. Uh having fun doesn't mean going to the clubs all the time or going to the bars or like you know, doing like taking drugs. Like be, having fun is literally starting a family. Like having fun could literally be like being with your partner, going hiking, you know doing some organic shit like you know getting smoothies or something like or having just good conversations without the alcohol like you know i'm not against alcohol like i still even it's haram but i that's something that i'm still working through but you know if the worst thing that i'm doing is drinking alcohol then i feel like that's something i could work with god and as long as i'm doing everything else right like i'm trying to be a better person i want to start a family i'm trying to follow a straight path but the worst thing i do is drink alcohol then you know I just pray for God's mercy and that he can see my intentions at least, but it's not an excuse, you know, like, you know, alcohol is fun and stuff like that, you know, but at the same time you realize you're escaping reality. That's, that's really what it is. It feels good. You're not really thinking about like, you know, what's going on in the world. You're distracting yourself. So it's got, you got to try to find a balance though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think in a lot of ways, having you around or having you in my close circle, like it's easy to, to stay on the straight and narrow. That's why it's so important for us as men to have people who are aligned with you or who are 
you know, positive influences for you because just like you, you know, so hyper focused on like, you know, being the best person that you can be, uh, being goal driven, being purposeful, being all these different ways that influences me, whether if I'm on the right track or not, you feel what I'm saying? Like having good people around you is naturally going to make you a better person. And I think, and it's not even like anything competing or anything like that. It's more of motivation. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's like, you know, the, the majority of people that you're around is what you're going to end up like. So I'd rather be around a whole bunch of high value men rather than being around a whole bunch of people that, you know, don't really have any purpose behind anything that they do. So I, 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 that's why when you're talking about your faith and you're talking about, you know, all these things, like I gravitate towards that because it comes with, you know, a closer connection with God, like grinding, like getting to a better point, constant improvement. And, you know, I aspire to, to be on that same path, like the not drinking thing, bro. I know we both went a super long time without drinking, bro. Like, remember, we were on, I, I think, because I had went six months, bro, and I never in my life thought that I could possibly get to that point. But I'm like, it, it, it started with a thought. Me and you talking about it, us discussing it. Like, hey, like, you talking about, like, the negative effects of, of alcohol, me talking about the negative effects, and, like, off camera having these conversations. And then me just, you know what? Okay, I'm going to try it. You know, because you started, you started it and you were like, yeah, man, I haven't drank for this long. And whoop, whoop. I'm like, damn, maybe I should try too. And that turned into a six month stint. You feel what I'm saying? So like, you know, you will get to that point to where it's like, I know right now it's just like, okay, you might drink every once in a while, but it's like, I know you're going to get to a point where it's like, you don't even need it. And now instead of drinking, it's exercise. Instead of drinking, it's reading the Bible or Quran or or investing that time into your kids or whatever it may be because yeah alcohol is is you know an escape or maybe instead of you know drinking it might be i don't know uh drinking tea it might be something like that so um just the constant improvement is and having people around you like that is so critical especially like you know just just to be a better person you know, because you don't want to be around, you know, someone who's dragging it's people that are going to drag you down and not let you reach the optimal position that you know you can be. Yeah, that, that's what I've been doing, too, is like I want to, like, not be these people that that I once was is you just wake up and you don't even know what you're going to do today. You just wake up confused. You instead of going for a run or having something structured or have this lifestyle you've created. You just wake up and the first thing you do is pull up your phone and you start scrolling for like hours or 30 minutes or 45 minutes before then you get up. You're like, okay, like I, I guess I got to go take a shower, brush my teeth. And then, you know, you play video games or you watch TV or then you just go grab something to eat somewhere else. And then you come back home and you chill and you smoke or you drink alcohol or you work out only for an hour and then you come back home and then you do the same thing again tomorrow. Then, oh, look, I got to go to work. Like I, I did that for so long and I hated it. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm not healthy. I'm not where I want to be. I feel like shit all the time. I'm always, I always say I want to do this, but then I never do it because I'm always just solely focused on, I just like tomorrow, I just want to do this. But then I eat like shit, sleep like shit, drink stuff like that's not good for me. 
I'm not, I'm malnourished. I have no nutrients or vitamins in my body. I have no electrolytes and good water and I feel like shit. And so like, that's not helping me do the things that I need to do in the most optimal way. If I would have felt better, you know? And so that's what I've been doing. I just been, I'm trying to create a lifestyle that I love. Like I, I want to create a lifestyle that every day I'm, I, I look forward to like every morning I take Isaiac tea. It's like a very good, um, it's like eight, um, herbs that are inside there that have been proven to help restore your body to its most optimal health by fighting diseases, fighting cancer, and also giving you the vitamins and minerals that your body needs. Because bro, like example, you know, it's Haram, but yesterday I drank like, now I'm not trying to like advocate for you to like do this because, oh, I, I won't have a hangover, right? Like you shouldn't really want to do that. But I drank yesterday and I knew like tomorrow I'm going to feel like shit. But since I started doing this lifestyle where I take my Isaiac tea, I, um, I bought it from this website. I boiled it myself for 10 minutes. I put it in the refrigerator. Now it lasts me for like two weeks. I just grab a cup, drink three ounces twice a day, drink one in the morning, drink one in the afternoon. Plus I have my sea moss gel that I have that I bought also from somebody that's ethical and is very transparent of how they make their stuff and how rich and nutritious their sea moss is. I take that a spoonful, take that too. I take my liquid IV. I have crystal geyser water. Some of the best water you can get um, at a store, even though it's in plastic, I'm figuring out a, a system to get better water through um, a more optimal way of doing it. I'm still researching that part, but you know, I'm drinking good water. I'm taking my herbs. I also have my other herbs that I get from like the fig tree health group that has been proven. Dr. Sebi's um, first proven formula with um, Ama, which is his, uh, I think his second wife that have been proven with those um, herbs to help that. You know how Dr. Sebi went to, to the New York Supreme Court and proved that that he was curing people with the, all these diseases that people still suffer today with these herb supplements i've been taking those they're all vitamins and minerals that your body needs you know it's not just some voodoo woo woo tinfoil hat like this is going to help you like it's actually proven to literally like help you in your body like your body needs these stuff you know because if you don't have iron or you don't have iodine you have thyroid issues if you don't have iron you, your body's your, your blood's um anemic you know like all these things like and we think that we need certain pills like we need a ibuprofen like if you have a headache you're not having a lack of ibuprofen in your body. You have a headache because your body's trying to signal to you that you're you're missing nutrients. You're missing your body's like like suffering. You know you're you're feeding all this nonsense, drinking all this like useless dead water, Dasani shade. Uh, like you're drinking all these like you know Aquafina, these nasty ass water. Like that's not good for you. You're literally drinking tap water in a plastic bottle, basically. A lot of people don't educate themselves and know that. And me, I'm trying to create a lifestyle not only for me, but to pass down to the women in my life, my family, my siblings, my friends, I'm trying to create a lifestyle. So then I could teach like, Hey, here, this is proven because I'm proof of it. And I'm creating this lifestyle for every day. Cause I look forward to it. You know why I look forward to it? Cause I feel real fucking good. That's why like, bro, I'm telling you, like I drank yesterday, right? I drank like four tall cans, which is not good. I don't know why I did it. I just fell into it. Not good. Right. And I was expecting myself to feel like shit the next morning, but I create this lifestyle that I've been doing for the last few weeks. And I took all the same things that I did every day 
I don't have no hangover. My head's not throbbing like how it normally would. I'm not having like no chest pains, no nothing like that. My body's not doing nothing that's like triggering me to not to feel like shit, you know? Bro, I feel like I didn't even drink. Now, I'm not saying to like keep drinking every day and just keep doing this lifestyle. Like, you know, I'm just trying to work my way from not drinking. But I'm more focused on creating a lifestyle than I am just waking up and like whatever I got to do today or just have no clue, you know, because that's the reason why you're depressed. That's the reason why life sucks. That's the reason why life is not fulfilling. That's the reason why you do these little hedonistic small things every day to just get through the day, like drinking and stuff, taking drugs, going to parties. Instead, like I want to just feel good about myself and feel good physically, mentally, health wise. And then I start to realize like, damn, man, the, the whole times I felt like shit, the whole time I was depressed, it was because of how I was living my life and what I was eating, what I was drinking, how often I was eating and how I was thinking. And once I changed all that throughout the years, bro, I was at one point where I thought about committing suicide. I hated my life. I didn't like where I was going. I didn't like the relationship I was in. I didn't like the way my family was. And then the moment I just started looking to fasting, food, nutrition, all that stuff, changing, exercising, the way I thought, believing in myself that I can do this, bro, my life has been the best as it has ever been. And like, then to piece out together my relationship with God, like studying the Quran, watching, you know, hundreds of hours of videos of like the way of Islam, the way of life, how you should live it and what has been proven to help people like stay away from these things that like distract you, bro. I've never felt better. And and one question I have for you since you've, you know, started studying the Quran and getting in a relationship with God. Remember those, those, those anxiety attacks you used to get. You have not got any of those, right? Cause we haven't, bro, you haven't brought that up, bro. I don't even know how long it's been. Cause I remember the last time we had talked about it, you were in the movie theater and you were watching the new Spider-Man or Avengers. Spider-Man. Was it Avengers? It was a new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about like how, like you couldn't even finish the movie. Cause I don't know where you had a panic attack. And that was before, there was pre all this stuff that was going on. And we didn't know if it was the alcohol. We didn't know if it was things that you've been through. It could have been a mixture of everything, but mm-hmm. it's crazy how grounded God has made you, you know? And, and with a lot of things, it's like people go their whole life without even knowing and then build a relationship with God. And it does fix a lot of problems. Having that foundation does in a lot of ways puts you in a position to where like it settles you, you know what I mean? And, and knowing even stuff that's out of your hands, it gives you um, comfort knowing like, you know, it's going to be handled by higher power, giving it to the man upstairs, you know? And, and I feel like in a lot of ways, all that anxiety and pressure that was on you. Yeah. There's still pressure on you, but a lot of it has been subsided since then. Yeah. I, I truly do believe like, like for, for people who don't believe in God or like think religion's, uh, uh, you know, not real and it's it's a scam or all that stuff. Like, look, at least look at what what God does for people, because when you believe in God, you believe in, the, the you know, your Jehovah's Witness, you're, you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, all these other religions. When you believe in God, it makes you eat better. It makes you sleep better. It makes you think better. It makes you treat your family better. It makes you be a better person. You have a idea that what you do here on this earth impacts um, God's decision on whether you go to heaven or hell. And 
people might not believe in have heaven and hell concept, but you don't know. Like if you live your life hedonistic, right? You do everything about you. You're sinning all the time. You're having wasteful sex. You're not procreating. You're just having sex to have sex. You're not even trying to have children. You're you're being promiscuous. You're eating super unhealthy. You're you're eating um, animal food products that have red dye in it that makes the meat look red. Like people don't realize, like when you cut meat and when you butcher meat, almost immediately it starts to turn to this gray pale color. So when you go to the stores and you get red meat, you do realize like there's color on those red meat to make it look like that. Even um, salmon, like if you look into that, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So like believing in God gives you a better life here on this earth, right? And let's say there is no heaven or hell, or maybe there is. I'd rather live my life believing there is heaven and hell and having full faith in it, in the concept, the logical, because I'm a logical person. So at first, that's why I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in the religion. I didn't believe like there's a heaven and hell. I haven't, I haven't seen God. I haven't felt God. I don't know what that is, right? And I used to think like that. But while I was thinking like that, I was always depressed. I'm always sad always having anxiety, always short fulfilling things I would do. I'm having useless sex. I'm talking to multiple women. You start engaging in like drug activities just to chase a high. And this was before I didn't believe in God or I didn't have this uh, concept of what God is in religion. And like now that, um, you know, if I could live my life that one way that I once lived and then I didn't believe in God, God wasn't real. And let's say I die and let's say I do meet God. And now he's showing me you should have believed the whole time. And now you got to suffer through hellfire because of your decisions, right? Or and now I'm living my life towards God. And let's say I do die and there actually is a heaven and a hell and God meets me and by the will of his, by the mercy of, of him and my mistakes and the good things I did, he makes the, the right decision where I go to heaven and hell up to him. Or maybe you just die and it, it's just black. Or you get reincarnated, you have no idea of this life, or you maybe you just die and you just like asleep, gone. You're just gone, right? It's just like you sleep and you know you like you know those times when you sleep and there's no dreams. Maybe that's happens when you die, right? I don't know that, right? But I'd rather give, I'd rather have the odds that there is heaven and hell, and God decides where I go based on what I did on this earth, or I just die and boom, and maybe there wasn't God, but at least I lived a very contentful life here and I was at peace with myself than to go the other way and be hedonistic and 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 be the man that created single mothers. I was a man that that made bad women. I was a man that cheated my 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 people. I was taking money from my family. Um I was always about just my whole my own uh, hedonistic ways and it was always about me and I didn't care about nobody and I was cheating people. I was a scammer. I was I was ignorant. I was selfish. And then I die and maybe blank and then maybe life was, there is no heaven and hell. Like I'd rather just live my life towards God because bro, I like how you said, I've had no mental health issues since I became closer to God. Like I have no panic attacks, no anxiety. And when my body does trigger something, it tells me like, Hey, you're falling off again. You're going astray. You're, you're getting away from God. You're forgetting God. And so like every time I remind myself of God, it puts me right back to the path again. And I wish that for everybody. I really wish everybody would open their eyes and be open-minded to God. I don't care if you're Jehovah's Witness, Christianity, or Muslim. Like I truly do believe you need to get a connection with God. Because if not, 
this is why you're depressed. This is why you're sad. This is why your life sucks. This is why you always complain. This is why you're ungrateful. This is why you always talk about the number of things that you could count in your hand of why life sucks. Because what happened to you as a child, what happened to you right now, because the boss, the big man, your career, your blah, 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 all these people down the way. You could choose to be that, but I just rather not. Like, I just see that that people are suffering because of that, because their lack of God and structure. And, like, for you, like, I don't know, like, what are some things that you see, too? Like, you know, like, how has God helped you? And this this might sound a little, like, corny, but God's helped me in everything I've ever been successful in. The times I have not been successful in things is when I didn't apply God to it or I didn't pray for it. So, you know, when I was very, very young, I already had a relationship with God. Like I used to always pray. And a lot of the times it was like praying, reading the Bible, reading literature, like learning about like Bible stories. Like that was like things that I chose to do, you know, and building that relationship and knowing like there's a higher power and, and knowing through my faith, having a strong faith at a young age, like I prayed for things, you know, I prayed when I was going through things. I prayed when I was sad, happy, um, you know, grateful, you know, when I, you know, sinned or anything like I, I always prayed. So like when I was going through, you know, school, cause I've never been like real, real, like, studious you know so like praying and to get through school you know graduating high school being able to go to a junior college not having any money to go to college like you know you know him blessing me with the ability to play sports blessing me with the ability to stay out of trouble keep my head on straight blessing me with a labor laser focus so that i can stay on the straight and narrow path and graduate from mjc and modesto junior college and 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 play play ball and do phenomenal you know praying before every single game that i could play the best of my ability and i could come out you know healthy you know and and looking back on all of that going to lamar you know praying through things over there um you know still trying to develop my my relationship with god and my relationship you know with families friends and getting me through things that I, you know, didn't, I couldn't have got through by myself, you know, death in the family and stuff like that. You know, he's, he's guided me through all my trials and tribulations. And like, that's why it's like, for me, it's like, it's not a, like a, a if it's, it's, it's that I know from, from the results of my life mm-hmm. and like getting there, getting to that point and playing pro ball and, you know, never being the type to talk, and being able to, to have a platform to talk now and having the podcast, you know, I'm in a position right now to where it's like, I never thought I'd be able to cut hair. You know, he's blessing me to, with, with the, like, once again, with the laser focus. So I can, like, I'm learning, um, building clientele. I'm, 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 you know, my own boss. Um, I'm heading in the entrepreneurial um, path. You know, it's, it's, it's all a blessing. And, and like hey, he works with me every day and you know i'm struggling with a lot of stuff but i'm just so grateful where i am right now i've you know the whole time i've played football i've never got a see had a serious injury mm-hmm. you know like considering i got out playing football for you know 18 years i never had a serious injury 
You feel what I'm saying? Like that's 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 it's unheard of. And considering like how long I played and how often I played, like this this was my first year out of football, mm. out of my whole life. You know, since I was I was uh, nine years old or eight years old. You feel what I'm saying? So it's been this has been a long journey, and and you know I'm just thankful for all the stuff that I've accomplished through him, and the strength that he's bestowed upon me. Because like without him, bro, like school wise, like getting paid getting paid to go to school, like being able to graduate. Knowing I'm not good at it, it just, you know, it was it was all him. Like he he's guided me this whole way and kept me strong. So, you know, he's a hundred percent. You know, I get always give glory to him for everything I've accomplished in my life. Yeah, I think that's one thing that helped me with God was like, the the belief that like, oh, I can, I will, I must. Like I feel like when you read like the Holy Scripture and stuff like that, like it does talk about like, like with the stories of the prophets. And, like, how you should, like, do things in life. Like, what gets in the way, the temptations. Like, what I got a lot from was, like, look, these things are going to get in the way. But you know what you got to do. Stay away from this. And you can. So, it's like, that's why I got, like, I can, I will, I must. From everything that I want to do. Because we're living in some, like, wicked times. Like, there's, like, a lot of stuff that's going on. Like, you see on social media and, like, other parts of the world. Or even in your city. Or, like, around like not that far away from you like they're trying to literally program us to accept things that goes against god so what goes against god is like you know pedophiles um promoting sexuality um eliminating creation eliminating the the nuclear family like you know they're, they're trying to force us to accept things that goes against god and and for people that are like oh well if it's all about god like you know, that's very selfish. I'm not religious, stuff like that. Okay, let's remove God, but let's talk about the social construct of what happens if when you're teaching kids of sexuality, if and when you're when you're saying kids could change their gender and as a parent you have nothing to say. If they want to, they can. And you gotta be the one to pay for it. And then you all also that those kids are gonna have to pay for it when they get older, because you know why? Because their mind is gonna change. Things are gonna change. What they once felt when they were younger is not how they're gonna feel when they're older. And then two, it's like, what's next? Okay, well, before it used to be 18 or maybe 16 in certain states where you can get married. Well, if the person's 10 years old and they want to get married to a 45-year-old, it's okay now. Like, that, that's literally how, where there's no line. There's no, and like, aka, you're removing God from it, you know? And like, we're forcing things on kids. We're <clears throat> trying to destroy women's <clears throat> uh, priorities in life that actually really give full fulfillment and not about, uh, you know, head, uh, hedonism um ways of life and you know be a boss babe dedicate your life to a career and a company instead of a family like i've seen it destroy people i've seen older women lose their jobs that they dedicated 40 years have no children and they get laid off and all they get was like a thank you and can you come to the office and pick up your stuff like that is horrifying and i think a lot of women don't see the truth in that like if you want a career, that's fine. You you want to work, that's fine. But prioritize family first. Have a career after. You can have a career after if that really is meaningful. But you'll see when you have kids that nothing is more greater in life than to have your own offspring. Having your own child you can raise. A little part of you that you can create to be a better person for the world that you see is lacking. Like, And even as a man, for me, like that changed. Like, I just want to... You know, for me, there's no way in hell I'm going to make any woman like a single mother. Like, I really want to create a family unit 
and it talks and it and it all starts with me as a man like creating the structure of like what i want in a marriage what i want in 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 a in a woman that's going to have my child and that's by giving them the direct instructions of like look i want to get married right this is what i what i need and what i want and there is no there is no sway there's no swing and there's no um my mind's going to change later on or whatever. No, like this is what I want in a marriage. This is what I want in a wife. And this is what I want in the mother of my children is to take care of my child, be a full-time mother. If you want to work, you want to have a career, try to balance it out. But you have to realize that's not really important. You know, my whole goal is to like provide, protect and nurture my, um, my woman and my family and my household. So they don't have to work. If you want to work, you get to work. Uh, if you want to work, you, you can work, but really I need a woman that's more focused on the kids and the children than a fucking career. Like if that's you and maybe if that's a woman that I'm with and then I share that and they're like, Oh, I don't really want that. That's fine. We're not for each other. Please move on. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not sitting here to try to force somebody to like think that I'm manipulating or I'm grooming or like, that's not what I want. That's fine. But we don't got to be with each other. Well, that's selfish of you, blah, blah, blah. Like, look, I, I know what I want and I know what works. I understand that you're caught up in like the programming of a social media and keeping up with the Kardashians did and your and your other friends that don't really have the best intentions for you, but for themselves. And they want you to have fun, drink and turn up all the time, go to Miami, go to these clubs. That's cool. Go ahead and do that. But I don't need you. I don't want a woman like that. I will never wish that upon you if that's not what you want either. I'm not going to force you, but this is what I want. And if this is not what you want, then let's break it off. Now, if you maybe need help seeing it through your own ideologies and see the truth, then I'm here to help and educate you and guide you to the truth because a lot of people are confused. A lot of people don't even know what the hell they want. And this is why they suffer and they're prioritizing, you know, live your life, you know, have fun, do all this, do all that. And then look, how, look how they look though. Look at their life. They're always tired. They're always sad. They're always depressed very unfulfilling they have to do the same thing a hundred times every other day just to have fun again and escape reality it's kind of like like i don't know man i just i don't want no woman like that i wouldn't want um, my daughter to be like that and I, I wouldn't raise my my son to engage with a woman like that and i feel like the lack of structure is creation creating like this confusion in people nowadays yeah that that's for sure to say the very least there's confusion <laughs> yeah for real. like like you can simply you can walk up to an interview a, a random person and just talk about the basics of morality or or what's morally right and a lot of people just the, the, the mentality that they have with certain things is just it's not there bro they they never had a foundation and they just everyone goes off how they feel and mm -hmm. it's it's a very chaotic reality mhm mm yeah. You want to talk about the Kiki Palmer thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> way, to, way to turn Bro, it. Bro, that's one of the – that's one That's one of them ones. I, I, what, you know, when I originally seen the video – so let me just explain the video. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, <clears throat> you know, Usher's having his concert. It is what it is. He's a performer. He does his thing. It's Usher. Everybody loves Usher. I get it. Everyone's everyone's there with their spouse or whatever. You know, Kiki, she's there with her friends, whatever. 
And from the clip I seen, first of all, for me personally, looking at it, like, seeing what she was wearing was just kind of like, you know, it was real borderline. You know, I get it. You're a celebrity. You know, y'all, you know, she probably got paid to wear that dress. You know what I mean? You never know. But she was wearing a real revealing dress. Like, cheeks out. Like <laughs> They were out. Cheeks out. So she, you know, was approached by Usher. Usher's going around the crowd, you know, basically, you know, singing to a lot of the women, you know, vibing, whatever. And he comes up to her and, you know, she's, you know, looking at him and she gets up and she starts dancing. First of all, she turns around and shows him. Like, she knows her cheeks is out. So she turns around and shows him the cheeks, like, then turns back around, starts dancing, goes up to him, puts her arms around him, like, hugging him, like. Her arms is up, his hands, his hands is down, like they're like touching waist. each other though. Like, yeah, like, like chest to chest. Yeah. Right. And mind you, they're as close as I am to this mic, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like damn near kissing already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he's singing and he lets her sing for a second. She's holding on to him. He's holding on to her. Like, mind you, this is a married mother. Right? And you know, my first reaction before I even seen, you know, the comments or anything, my first reaction was like, she's wrong. Regardless of what y'all want to say, she's wrong. That's a that's a mother. That is a wife. She's in the wrong. That needs to be corrected. But as I go to the comments, one of the first things that, you know, I seen was, you know, the the husband actually spoke up and said something like, when it was posted and was basically saying like, you know, it's not just the fact that they're, you know, hugging and stuff like that, but it's also how she's dressed. So he might not have seen how she went out, you know, to the concert, you know, and I know he wasn't prepared for that. Cause in my opinion, I feel like she publicly embarrassed him. Now, y'all are married. Y'all made that dedication. Y'all have a kid together. like, And you chose, like we were talking about earlier, your feelings and how you felt at that time over the importance of, of, of your family. So, you know, after seeing all the comments and stuff like that and me doing my own analyzation, I started doing a little digging. And, like, now they're getting divorced. He filed for divorce. No way. Because of that. And there was a whole bunch of women backing her. Like, it's not that serious. They're just putting on a show. It is what it is. She's living, she, you know, she's having a good time. I get it. And that's that's why a lot of women aren't married. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's part of the problem. You feel me? And the fact that you can look at that and be like, no, she's fine. Woo, whoop. If roles were reversed and Beyonce was given a dude that was married a lap dance, he would have been crucified. And his wife made a comment on it. Yeah, like, leave him. Woo, woo, he ain't shit. Yeah, that, yeah. But you got a woman that's married grinding on Usher. It's just like, damn, bro. Like, <laughs> like is we not married? You coming home to me. Like, yeah. but you on national television grinding on this dude. Got the cheeks out. The ultimate disrespect. She couldn't have done anything worse, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And... You know, all these people backing them. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you lost your husband. 
because of your actions. Like whether if you were drunk or whatever, it maybe it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's an excuse. At the end of the day, above everything, you're a mother and you're a wife. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whether you're the breadwinner or not, like there's certain standards that you have to hold as that in those titles. If you don't want to do that, like don't be a husband. Don't have kids. Like just have fun. You feel what I'm saying? Like just do your thing. But to go in a public place like that, embarrass your partner, and then like you know, get into this back and forth about all that, and you know, mind you, Usher had went to other women as well. You're she was the only woman that was in a relationship that had acted like that. You know, it was another example where she had went up to a, a famous model. I can't remember her name right now, and he was gonna dance with her, and he reached out for her, and the girl looked at him. Like, respectfully looked at him, got up, and went and sat on her man's lap. Kyle Kuzma. Mm -hmm. Went and sat on his lap. And the first thing he says is like, oh, she chose. She's a good one. Even Usher knows. Like, come on now. Like, yeah. We all know. We all all know. All all of us men know (laughs) when the girl choosing up and she... If you give the opportunity, she will mess with you. Yeah. Exactly. Married or not. Yeah. You know. Or a relationship or not. And it's crazy. That girl... Ain't married. That girl acting like that. She's not married. She ain't got kids with him. But she made a choice. Like, um, I'm not finna get up and start dancing with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna get up and and show my ass to you. And mm-hmm. for what? Like, I'm I'm chilling with my man's. First of all, she came with her man's. So it's like that's that's another step. Like yeah. that's another thing to it. And then when you go to the other examples, another video, <clears throat> Usher comes over, daps up the dude, and then. You know, he looks at his girl like, can she dance? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets up. She stays right next to her man. She doesn't walk over to Usher and hold his hand, start dancing on him. She stood right there and started dancing and stayed right next to her man. Right? Damn, that's crazy. So Kiki was the only one that had did all that. You feel me? From the videos that I seen. Yeah. So it's just like a certain level of respect that she did not have for her man at that point. But for you, what what do you think about that situation? Yeah, but then, and then they try to be like, oh, he's insecure. Oh, he's manipulative. Oh, mm-hmm. he's controlling. Like, no, that's not at all. Like, you have to realize, like, people that want a long-lasting relationship, want a forever thing that a lot of people want. A lot of people want that one person, right? It's like... As a man, there is complete boundaries. Even as a woman, there's boundaries, right? Like, in a relationship. As a man, especially, it's, like, universal. It's, like, as a man, you are not to want to have your woman be groped by another man or dancing with another man like that, especially revealing clothes like that. Like, especially if you're a mother, you're a wife. You are a reputation of me. You're a reflection of me, you know? Like, like my leadership, um, who you're with, like, you're a man. Uh, like... All the girls are like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Like, you know, live your life, girl, and stuff like that. And yet she just maybe potentially just destroyed a beautiful thing that she had with a great man and a child. What? Over to wear a dress just to live in the moment to to to, you know, to get turned up like that. And in the, in the hands of another man, like I don't care if it's Usher or anything like that. Like this is why I think, you know, women say they want this. They want a traditional man, all that stuff. But they're not willing to sacrifice that little thing just to keep a great relationship. So it's kind of like, you know, accept accountability. That was a mistake. I, I also don't agree that he did it public too. Like he like put it out there on Twitter and stuff like that. 
I think that's something you have behind closed doors and you talk to her. But I don't knock him for that. Like, I understand it, too. I think it was a good thing that he did for us to not only talk about it, but to also, also show, like, if you want to be married, you want to have kids and stuff like that, this, this this is not a good look. This is this is something that you sacrifice. You can have the urges. You can have the want to do those things. But you get points and you get rewarded with a beautiful family and real contentment, real happiness when you don't act on that urge of going to a Usher concert and dancing on another man or letting him grab you or you wearing these revealing clothes and stuff like that. Like, Because a lot of girls would be like, oh, I dress like that just to look good for myself. No, you fucking don't. It's like saying I only post selfies on Instagram for myself. I post half-naked pictures, gym pictures, angles of me doing squats where the camera's facing my ass cheek so when I walk away, I only do it for myself. No, you do it for attention. You do it for male attention. That's the reason why you do it. And the same reason why you probably don't respond to those men, those DMs, except if it's that one man that you might like. Like, you have to remember, like, we're not ignorant. Where you could sit here and be in this delusional thing that, like, you know, she was just living her life, blah, blah, he's controlling. That's not the truth. They probably had a great relationship. And Kiki Palmer, a lot of people love Kiki Palmer. And, and by the way, th- this doesn't mean she's a bad person, you know? Like, this doesn't mean she's evil. This doesn't mean she deserves the worst. She made a mistake and she chose her friends and her and the, and the perception and uh, just looking a certain way, feeling a certain way over real substance of a relationship. And like for me, I, I don't. Yeah, if, I, I would have felt the same way, like the way he did. You know, I would have probably handled it different. But everything that he felt, everything he said was 100 percent accurate, like uh, validated feelings. Just because a man doesn't want you to address a certain way does not mean he's controlling. No, he actually has a lot more respect for you than you have for yourself. Because when you dress like that in public, what perception do you get? All the guys are, there's the reason why guys are hollering at you. There's a reason why guys are even smacking your ass, sexually harassing you. It's because you're almost opening the door. Like, you know, you're showing everything that you have and you're kind of promoting yourself as like a product to, you know, come say hi, you know, like, you know, easy button type thing. Like, Mm -hmm. And I think women fail to realize that they sometimes, a lot of times, people just lack accountability and lack their ability to see what they're doing is actually wrong. And that's why all these things are causing problems in your relationship or even with yourself. Like, you you have to dress like that to feel good. You know, you have to get to do these certain things to feel good. You have to drink this alcohol to feel good. And... And honestly, bro, I, I, I definitely agree. And, and I love that not only were people were pushing back on like, oh, Kiki Palmer, Kiki Palmer needs to leave that guy or whatever, but people were having that guy's back too. And kind of similar to the Jonah Hill thing. Like a lot of people are like fighting back. Yeah. Like Jonah Hill. What, what do you mean? What do you mean the Jonah Hill thing? Yeah. You know, Jonah Hill, right? The yeah. actor, like he, an ex-girlfriend of his of like five years ago, something like that. Like he's getting married. I think he's having a kid, I think right now. And but a relationship from the past, she posted like text messages from like years ago. She has text messages from five years ago. Yeah, and posted it online. And and I guess she was like a surfer, like maybe a model. I don't know. Like she was, she, there was boundaries that was in text messages and very perfect, very 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 um calm, collective. He like there was messages that were exposed saying, look. I have boundaries and you're crossing them by hanging out with other men. Literally had a list of these things that he was saying, I don't like this. I don't agree with this. If you want to do that, that gives you happiness. That's fine. But we can't continue this relationship. Very, very 
articulated, very respectful, very calm in the text messages, like no yelling, like, you know, exclamation points or whatever, all that. Like it was very direct. It's like, look, these are my boundaries. You're doing these things. I don't like it. If you want to pursue these things because it makes you feel good, this is what you prioritize. That's fine, but it's not going to be with me. But then she tried to make it seem like, oh, girls, never um, be with a man like this. Call me if you need another girl to talk to, somebody who wants to control you and stuff like that. And, like, look at five years later, he's happy. He has a – I think he has a wife. He's going to have a kid. And now you want to post this because you're unhappy? Well, you want to signal that oh, I went out with Jonah Hill? You know, you want to – you want to try to shame him because he's actually happy and he found himself the right woman that followed those boundaries. Like what you won't do, another woman will don't think that you're not replaceable because no person is worth the headache. If I can just find somebody that can align with my values and can see life to what it is, not what you've been fed on social media, not your single depressed friends are trying to hold you back and trying to bring them into the single life and be a degenerate. Like if you want to have that life, that's fine. That's your choice, but don't sit here and try to like create this delusion and lack accountability and try to frame Jonah Hill for having morals and principles for what he wants in a future wife, a, a mother of his children, a relationship that he wants. And they, they, they were trying to project him to be like narcissistic. Mm-hmm. So me having a preference, me having boundaries is narcissistic. That's what I'm saying. Like that type of shit. I love that people are pushing back now though. Like, yeah, there's people that are in del- in delusional land and like they are like, you know, oh yeah, he's narcissistic, manipulating. But there's also people that also like that. I don't see nothing wrong in this message. What are you talking about? I love that. Like I'm on that side. I'm on the logical, open-minded, but then also have boundaries. If you want to do that stuff, that's cool. You're just not the person for me. Let's break it off, please. And which they did, obviously, because he got another woman. And she's probably miserable, unhappy, and posted that just a signal. Maybe get followers, shame him, you know, defame his character. Like, you know, we need to push back on that because these are the same people that are unhappy that are taking pills, getting drunk, having senseless sex, doing dumb shit. Like, that's not even fulfilling. And we're trying to encourage that. But then, you know put down somebody who has boundaries that actually understands life and really wants to have a, a great family and have a good foundation and actually be content with themselves and family. Like, yeah, it's almost similar to the Kiki Palmer thing that just happened too. Dang, bro. I actually didn't hear about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually wild. Yeah. But as I'm saying, bro, everybody's just caught up in their hedonistic ways and we really need to like wake people up from this shit, you yeah. know? See that's 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 so wild. There's always going to be a cop out when it comes to women. There's always going to be people who are protective, um, regardless if they're right or wrong. Um, kind of like the video I explained to you. I'm gonna send you the video after this when the mm-hmm. woman was basically oh. saying like, you know, she wasn't ready for the child and she's, you know, she'd rather put him on child support or she'll drop the child off at the fire station because she wants to go to Miami. Like, bro. It was people in the comments defending her. And then it was a guy who made a clip defending her like, oh, the guy needs to do more to support her. That yada, yada, yada. She's probably suffering from postpartum depression. She's probably doing this, this, and this. Okay, what if he's going through shit too? What if he didn't want the child too? He still has to go to work. He still has to work a nine to five. He still has to do X, Y, and Z. Like, like what about the, the dad? Is it all just how she feels? Is it all how 
she's feeling she wants to go to Miami. What is he supposed to do? Oh, you know, you're you know, you're good. I'm working 14 hours a day, 12 hours a day. Go ahead, go to Miami. Let me know how it is. Whoop. You think you don't want to go on trips? You know, what is your purpose behind that? Do you want to do you want to help at all cuz you're not working? You know, but you want to do all these trips and do all these things with no bread. You're living in section 8 and you're complaining about it and complaining about the child that you didn't want. And when the dude tells you, "Okay, I'll take you to court then." She's like, I'll sign over all my rights right now. You can have her. It's you gross. can have our daughter. It's 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 wow. That's the type of mentalities that are out there. They're so into the now, looking good, posting the, you know, the trip. Oh, I went to Miami. I went to here. I went to here. Zero dollars in your savings. Zero like ten dollars in your checkings. Everything you get is from finessing men or sugar daddies. It's just like it's kind of lame. Mm. It's like it's Demner like having your thumb up on the freeway. You know what I mean? Asking for change or like, you know, it, it's it's everything's all transactional. It's just kind of it's it's is the is degrading in a way like, yeah, if you're working and you're grinding, and you want to do those things, you know, that, that that's that's fine. But it's like you got to have your priorities straight when you make a certain decision like getting married, having a kid. You can't be grinding on Usher. <laughs> like, yeah. like you you make these decisions, but then you want to live the exact same single life that you've been living. What's the difference between you in a relationship and you single? A lot of situations, there is no difference. Oh, um, I have sex with the same person. Okay, you still go out. You're still giving out your phone number. You're still giving out your social media. You're still doing X, Y, and Z. What is the purpose? Why do you want to be with this person? Just say you got married. Say you got a house. Say you got someone that's taking care of you. Like, it, it just doesn't make logical sense. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's, uh, in that, that video already is, like, the examples that we're talking about, like, hedonistic. We're, like, so out of touch with what really is important in life. And, by the way, we, like, I feel like when we talk to, like, we want to reach all men of all ages, all women of all, all I'm sorry, men of all ages, women of all ages, to see because we're not coming from a bad place you know like we're not trying to bash women we're not trying to bash men we're not trying to you know monetize off of the weaknesses and us judging people like that's not no, really what we're hell doing no. yeah no we're not like, we're literally talking about the truth of what's going on like that's what we're all about the truth we're trying to seek the truth in life we're trying to help people we're trying to like get people out of this shit because women are like self-destructing like they're trying to focus on a career instead of a family you think like i could focus on a career now and then have a family later you're not going to be able to get that man when you're 40 that you wanted at your 20s you know you're not going to get a valued man a principled man the chances of that is very rare honestly like you could you know hope for the rarity like maybe there is a chance or you know i'd rather focus on that one percent chance i could get that man but that's what's important to start now like you know when you're at the right of age of like, I don't know, like, you know, 21 and plus, whatever, when you're getting into relationships, you should have like prerequisites of like what you're trying to look for in a man, in a woman of like a future wife, a future husband. What do you want? What do you align yourself with? Do you want to have kids? Do you not want to have kids? And don't just start messing with just random people because you're going to end up being a single mother or you end up being a single father. You're going to be in that position that that man is. That sounds like a great man that's trying, but has a woman that's hedonistic that he probably met at the club or at the bar because she looked good. 
That's why you got to not stop having sex and try to look for partners that only just look good. Obviously, you want somebody's attractive, but you have to put into play the more bigger, important things. It's like their morals, their values, what they prioritize, and if this person's really worth trying to be with because looks is not it no more for me. Like, you know, I want, obviously, attractive, good women, and I'll always find it, but more than ever now, you got to, like, you know, beat around the bush and try to find like the right woman that actually has God in their life. That's not hedonistic. That's not, it's not all about how they feel, you know, like, because nowadays, man, you see a lot of times, especially like I see a lot, I see a lot of like single mothers, a lot of single mothers that, you know, and I don't know who to blame, you know, I don't know. And I'm not the person to judge, but you see a lot of single mothers. Basically I see is a lot of useless, wasteless sex because of looks and then you end up figuring out who that person really is. And now you don't want to be with that person either because you don't want to put in the work or your values don't align and it's too much work. And I truly believe it's really that I don't believe it's. I mean, obviously there's different values of opinions and stuff like that. But as a man, like you need to really be careful of the women you're sleeping with. I really don't think you should be sleeping with just for the, the gratification of sex. And that's a hard thing to do, you know, urges, temptations, because you're almost you're feeding this you're, you're feeding you're creating these type of women in this world that your son might meet one day you know and it's kind of like i want my my son to find a good woman as quick as possible like you know get get the get the best woman he can have children start a family and if you want more women i mean there's like ways that you can do it but that you can't have you shouldn't have multiple women if you can't take care of all of them i truly do feel that and you know, it's a waste of time too, man. Having senseless sex. And this goes for women and men. Like, you know, women are the gate. Women are the gatekeepers of sex. You know, all your body count is based on you. Men's body count. They have to literally struggle and try to get that. You know, either they lie, which I don't agree with, or they're just themselves and they're high value. So women throw themselves. But as a man, you need to restrain. Like, don't just waste your energy on on women and having sex. And as a woman, be very careful who you allow inside of you, like inside your temple, basically, like. Because there is a soul connection, soul ties when you have sex. Especially if you're on birth control, you're having, like, unprotected sex and, excuse my language. No, nah, I'm not going to say it. But, like, it, you, you're having, like, sense of sex and, like, he's, you know, putting life in you. But you are you can't even have kids because you're on birth control and stuff like that. There, there is some psychological things that happen inside of you and you connect. And, and then you guys go your separate ways and you have this connection to this guy and you just keep having souls going inside you damn near like there's literally damaging women and also men too you contribute you're contributing to this bullshit like and before you know i used to be at a certain time where i was just having sex, senseless sex too with women and and i realized like how exhausting that was like i'm just draining energy instead of focusing and getting closer to god or even opening the idea of like if god is real and a religion or Instead of focusing on my career, instead of focusing on wanting to start a family, instead of focusing on, like, getting my family out the mud, like, I'm over here just choosing to just sleep with women, you know, instead of, like, what really matters. And that's what I'm saying. We need to, like, wake people up because a lot of people are, are, are sleeping right now. Yeah, no, that's facts. Um, the system is made for people to not wake up. Like, just imagine if everybody was on their health, everybody was, you know, on their fitness grind. Imagine everybody took, you know, made their families a priority that didn't take that job and be like, you know, this is more important than everything that I'm dealing with right now. And, 
you know, actually took the things that matter, the relationship with God, health, purpose, um, their drive, you know, like relationship with kids, like take that stuff serious. It would, it would, how much millions and millions and millions upon dollars it would affect these companies. Like you were talking about earlier. Like imagine like th- that would be so many patients away from the pharmaceuticals. That would be so many people, um, you know, not invested into these companies that they actually need the person that works seven days a week, six days a week, 10 hour days. Like, you know, you know, people actually looking at and doing research on salaries and how it's it's actually not beneficial because they have you 24 hours out of the day and you can work any time of the day, but they're going to pay you the exact same amount. You know what I mean? They're going to dangle in front of you. Hey, we want your life for this much. Mm-hmm. And you're signing that contract and you're like, okay, cool. Like, but you don't, well, what about, you know, the time you're spending with your family, your kids, you get that phone call. Oh, I got to work. Oh, okay. I got to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. You're putting all that above them. And like you said earlier with, um, you know, uh, I forgot what you said, but, you know, investing all that time into a company, not having kids. And then, you know, you're at the age where you can't have kids and then that company fires you. Now, what do you do? All that years in all reality? Yeah, you got that money, but it's it's wasted because what is money after, you know, you're gone? You can't mm-hmm. take it with you. What did you build? You feel what I'm saying? And and it's just it's 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 more important to to build something. That's that's, that's a lot of thoughts that I've had, uh, you know, recently, like, you know, wanting to have a junior, wanting to have a wife. Like, I want to have I want to do it the right way. I want to have a wife. I want to get married. Like, I want to have kids. I want to have stability. I want to have, you know. I want to have my own tribe. You feel what I'm saying? I want to teach them and guide them in the right way to go. You feel me? So, I, and I think that's the most important. Like, if you don't have that, then it's it's like, what what is your purpose in life? What is you know this God this 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 life that God blessed you with? What is the purpose for you being here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I was like, like we have to really empower ourselves. Like, really start like prioritizing our health, our family. Like before, I I remember. Because of the marriages that I've seen, I was like, bro, I never want to get married. My parents divorced, and I was like, I don't want that at all. You know, like, I just seen it open up my eyes. I'm like, marriage is, like, a terrible thing. I even said, like, it's almost in your benefit as a man that um, marriage is probably the worst thing for you. It's to take care of the woman a lot more, like, the laws and stuff like that in marriage, which makes sense because as a man, usually the man's the provider, the one's making the money, and the woman is usually, like, supporting him the whole time and then the man just wants a divorce or cheat whatever and then ends up just wanting to divorce this woman and now she has nothing so now i understand the concept of like the reason why the laws and the thing behind marriage is to really protect the women which makes complete sense but then you know there's there's some good women there's some bad women that take advantage and they you know take as much money as they can they you know crazy month like two hundred thousand dollars child support like crazy amount or if you make $30,000 a year, they're trying to take $1,000 every month from you for child support. It's kind of like, man, like that's why it's so important that we need to look and find the real truth. Like look in the truth. Don't look at what they're telling you. You can't even trust Google no more. You can't even trust social media. Like they're showing you what they want to show you. Like you need to go on these other outlets. I don't even use Google no more. Like I use this thing called like DuckDuckGo. And it literally shows you, bro. Like it literally shows you. Like, if you search something, it'll really show you 
Facebook, TikTok, all these things that they stop from gathering your information. Yeah, so people don't realize like you you have all these apps when you go on like the internet browser and stuff like that. These social media platforms are literally falling to see what you like and what you're searching to then show you on your feed. You know how people be like, oh, I'm talking about this, mm-hmm. or I'm searching on the internet, or like what's the shop, and then it ends up being an advertisement on like Instagram. It's because of data, right? And so like you're being manipulated basically. Like at first I was kind of like, oh, who gives a fuck, you know, what they show me, whatever, like maybe because I want it, you know, whatever. But then it's like, if you feel sad and you're searching antidepressants, I mean, you're searching uh, antidepressants on the internet and it keeps showing you all these good reviews and all this stuff, but it don't show you the side effects. You it almost is manipulating you to take this stuff. But then if you search like antidepressants on DuckDuckGo, it's showing you the benefits, but then the cons of it. So it's giving you the truth. It's giving you the option to think before you act. You're not being manipulated to buy this one thing. And you're not being manipulated of like these research institute institutes these studies that are very manipulated and subjective they don't give all the information but they make you feel like this justifies why your ideology is the right one like even though it's probably flawed and wrong but there's a message to be there's a propaganda that's being shown to you like you need to really really like that's what i'm saying like meditating getting closer to god staying away from social media a lot like just focusing on like the look at what your parents did. Look at what maybe before them. And, and if they weren't good examples, look at what, you know, great people did that, that contributed to create, you know, the Malcolm X's of the world, the Martin Luther King's, um, certain athletes, um, look, look into the prophets, look into the Bible, the Quran, like how we've got this far in life and the universal truth of, how important it is to prioritize family morals and principles that are in the in the reflection of what God wanted and follow it because man I'm telling you man it's a business out here like people don't really want you to do good people don't want you to think people want you to just follow just shut up and listen type of mentality and just be a consumer eat all the food drink all the drinks party go to concerts all these like you know worshiping like what is it paganism like all these like things that they want you to be like you know wasting money on on um, black friday you know like you buying all these materialistic things making your life about trips and and about the clothes that you wear and all that stuff like they want you to just be a consumer they don't want you to be a thinker they don't want you to create generational wealth they want you to be a slave to your emotions and your desires and you have to wake up from that because this is why your life sucks. This is why you're depressed. This is why you're sad. This is why you have anxiety. This is why you're single. This is why you can't find a man. This is why you can't find a woman. Like all this stuff, like you, you're not realizing like the reason why your life is the way it is, is because how you live your life and how you think about life and you got to take control. Yeah, exactly. Your life won't change until you change your mind and you change the choices that you make. So, I mean, you just hit everything on the head. That was bars. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've been thinking. I've been doing the work, man. I'm telling you, I'm really living it, though, because, bro, I'm telling you, like, when you think about it yourself, though, like, what are some things that maybe you realize from talking today or maybe just the last few months that you started to think, like, man, I don't really want that. Or, man, I, maybe I've been looking at this girl's looks instead of, what I know, what I want from a woman, you know, example, that was just an example I was given, but like there were some things that you're starting to realize. You're like, damn, man, I didn't realize how much I needed to really focus on this instead of this, how much I need to 
focus on this instead of that. Sometimes I need to stop talking about this bullshit gossip of drama. I need to really focus on my my relationship, my purpose, and my health. Like, you know, has there been some things that you've been starting to realize? Like, man, I've been valuing this when I should have really, really been valuing this instead. So two things. One, like, career-wise is, like, you know, kind of going back and reevaluating, like, okay, what is something that I want to do is, you know, with, with the cutting hair, like, and I forgot the, the, the scripture that I had read, but it was basically saying like anything that you choose to pursue to do, do it like you're doing it for the Lord, do it like you're doing it for God, like, and put your all into it basically. So I, I, I was just thinking about, it. I'm like, man, like if I'm going to do this cutting hair stuff, like I'm going to be the best fucking barber that I could possibly be. If I can be the best barber in the world, that's what I'm going to strive to be. I'm going to watch videos. I'm going to wake up. I don't care if I'm tired or not. I'm going to watch videos. I'm going to practice. I don't care if I suck at the beginning. Like, I'm going to get the reps in. I'm going to network. I'm going to talk with people. I'm going to do everything that I possibly can do to be the best version possible. I'm applying the same thing that I apply for football to cutting hair. So, I was like, man, I, I I need to take this as far as I could take it. And, and you know, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. I want to have a plan. Diving into that and and knowing, like, okay, I know I want to go into the entrepreneurial um, field. And and that's my leverage to it's – like it's like a stepping stool to get to the levels that I want to get with real estate, with, you know, being a boss, like with being a certain way, like – that's going to leverage me with my money and, and doing what I want to do. But also another thing that, you know, I've kind of have came realization and you know, stuff that I've just looked at. And it's just like exactly what I want from a woman or exactly what I want from my wife. You know, with seeing all the, you know, the videos of stuff that I've seen, you know, with the Kiki thing, with the other examples and the things that happen, you know people getting and marrying women and then finding out four years into the marriage when they have a four-year-old that that child isn't even theirs mm. and they do the maternity test and it's like wow like all three of these kids that we had only one of them is mine like you know what i'm saying like i i i know exactly what i want for my woman i know exactly this what i can provide for my woman i know exactly where i want to go and it can either align or it can't there's no in between. I don't, I, you know, I don't have time to play. I don't have time to, you know, explain certain things that should be common sense. Like, I know exactly what I want from my wife. You feel what I'm saying? So that's like some things that I've come to realization with, and, you know, it like a lot of things that that I expect, you know, can looked at, you know, be looked at. Oh, this is controlling. This is this. This is that. Like, at the end of the day, the most critical decision I can make as a man, regardless of what anyone says. Is picking the right wo woman and and marrying the right woman. You feel what I'm saying? Because all those qualities that you and your woman have are going to be passed to your children, whether positive and negative. They're all going to be passed to your children, right? So I want to build a culture within my tribe that is positivity, love, respect. Um, I want to teach them morals, principles. I want to teach them about God. I teach them the truth. And like, there's nobody that could tell me like. Like, that's not the right thing to do for my children. Because at the end of the day, I know it's going to work. I know God's guiding me in a certain way. God's giving me a vision for a reason. God's putting this laser focus in me for a reason. I know because, like, bro, even the day before I started cutting hair, bro, 
I prayed and was like, man, give me like, give me sight of like what I should do. Cause I had a list of like four things. Mm. I said, God, please give me a list of like, like, give me something like to where like I can, you know, help my family. I can be financially free. Like I can, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Please help me to where like, I don't have to stress on bills and woo woo. And I can build something with it. Right. And because yeah, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go back personal train, if I wanted to cut hair, if I wanted to go back and do Amazon, if I should just dive right into, you know, the firefighting and like just something came over me. And I just like made the decision the next day where I went and got my clippers. I got a chair. I bought a chair for my boy Mingo. I know you're Mingo. Mingo. Shout out Mingo. And he showed love. I bought the chair from him. He gave me extra pairs of clippers and That's trimmers dope. like for, for the F for, for no reason. Gave me like a five hundred dollar chair and like. $400 clippers. So in all reality, I invested, I invested like $500 into myself, ended up getting a thousand dollars, $1,100 worth of equipment and building a space and a frame to where it's like, this is me. This is where I'm building from the ground up. And I know like, no matter where I'm starting, you've seen the garage, like no matter where I'm starting, I was like, this can lead to so much more, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, this is where I'm starting and how I'm cutting hair and people DMing me or like even this first month, bro, I've seen so much growth and where I've gone, you know, all praise to the man upstairs. Like it gave me the vision and and allowed me to to learn this 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 trade. And and, you know, I'm only on the, the tip of the iceberg, like barely learning stuff like YouTube University, like not even at school yet. But I know this can be something that branches off that 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 not only gives me a financial platform to do the things I want to do. But it's it, it it can be something that that could set my my family up for life. Yeah. See, and I feel like I feel like that's the thing I want to talk about too. Is kind of like you know how people always just say like, "Oh, be consistent, mm-hmm. don't give up," right? That's like, but I feel like sometimes you have to give examples, right? It's like in a spiritual like example, I could say like real quick is like, okay, there was one time where I was feeling real, real depressed. I didn't like where I was at. I didn't like nothing about my life. I didn't like where I was going. I didn't feel good about myself very hedonistic ways and then i started researching like well what can i do like what is depression what is sadness i started like weirdly got to the point i was doing a lot of research i got to the point where about nutrition food fasting i was desperate you know i was just like you know i was close to giving up and i was like nah i can't like something inside me was like my heart wasn't closed like my heart was still open it was still there and i was like i can't you know i had people i'm the oldest out of all my siblings my dad is, you know, he's trying his best. My mom is is out in Mexico. I was like the girl that I'm with. I was like, I was like, man, I just don't know if this is the girl for me. I, I'm confused. Like, you know, I've lost frame of myself. I lost respect for myself, and I'm in a relationship that is um, not healthy. And then I, I just started, you know, researching. I got tired of it, you know. I but I didn't give up. I was just kind of like, I gotta figure something out. Like that's one thing my dad showed me because my dad's an immigrant. And I feel like when you have, like, immigrant family members, I, I think we're ungrateful to see, like, their perseverance. I mean, I have a lot of family. It's a joke all the time. But, like, you know, they cross the border, you know. Like, you see videos. You know, we used to joke around. Like, but think about hey, that, yo. bro. <laughs> think about that. Like, think about that, though, man. Like, somebody outside the country sacrifices themselves. People don't realize. People get human trafficked that cross the border. People get killed that cross the border. There's constantly dead bodies that are found in the river that of children, women, um, men that crossing the border, people will literally sacrifice their life to come to America to try just even have the ability to 
find a way to escape where they're at and then also make something for themselves and for their future family. And so I'm like, what? I'm going to fucking end my life because I don't have what I want or I don't know or I don't know better. I'm judging myself. I'm judging where I'm at. And I'm going to end my life based on how I feel. And I thought that that was so selfish. And I know they say, you know, like for people who are suicidal, like to say that they're selfish or to think about what you're going to do to others is wrong. That's literally the fucking recipe. That's literally the key is to understand, like, you shouldn't really just give up on yourself because of how you feel at that moment. And this goes beyond suicidal and spiritual, but it's also your career or a passion that you have just because you don't see the results just because you feel lost just because you're not seeing no improvements doesn't mean you should just give up like you have to remind yourself of like you're doing it for others you've seen other people do extraordinary things that you see on tv all the time these are regular people too from the tom brady's to um to malcolm x to the Barack obama's to family members that have been through stuff parents that have lost children to people who overcame disease and cancer, like people who you know lost their legs in a car accident, like people still didn't give up. So when you see people like that, that's another reflection of you. That's you in another life. And so you could like then look beyond that and realize like, I just gotta keep going. And keep going means like, just keep trying every single day. You're gonna mess up. You're gonna have times of doubt. People are gonna give up on you. New people are going to come in. New people are going to come out. Family is going to tell you this is not worth it. You're wasting your time. Your own self, your own thoughts, you're going to be comparing yourself to other people that are in your skill. You're going to – something that you've been doing for five years or maybe one year, you see somebody who did it in six months and is way better than you, you're going to compare yourself. You're like, oh, maybe I'm just not the person to do it. No, that person just didn't quit either. They're – journey was different than yours but it's still a journey so it's kind of like you know you have to work through all these psychological things that are going to want to make you stop and you just gotta just be willing to embrace every emotion every thought that comes into your head every family member that's going to tell you no like you just gotta keep trying that's why i always say like just do something each day just one thing better than you did yesterday like I had a person that was like, that's an alcoholic. He came to talk to me and told me that he's been drinking for the last two years every day. I talked about it in the last podcast. And he and he was like, I just don't know what to do. I don't want to go to rehab. I don't think I need rehab. Like, he's Mormon. And he has a family. He has children. You know, great guy. Used to be a, uh, a bodybuilder. And I just told him, look, just take it one day at a time. You say you drink a whole bottle. The next, next day, drink 75% of that bottle. The next day... Drink 70% of that bottle, just little by little every day. Just something small, like just simple as just making your bed every day. Simple as just you want to run a marathon, just go for a walk every day. Increase it to you run a mile, you know, like just do it little by little because you're not just going to change like that. Like your all your habits, like it, it was years of habits or days or months that led you to be in this way that in this funk. The same way you got in is almost the same way you got to get out. So you just have to just do little things every day, just like how you did little things that led you to be addicted to social media. The same way it led you to be addicted to drinking, addicted to being hedonistic and, and always making it about you. And this is why you're depressed, because you worship yourself as the almighty of everything. And if you don't feel good, then I shouldn't feel good. You know, like 
all that stuff you have to really work through and just keep trying. As long as you don't give up, you will see. You're going to look back, all those little things you did, you didn't quit, you didn't try, and you're going to look back, you're going to be like, damn. Like, I remember the beginning, I really thought, like, I just had no hope and I just wanted to give up. And then here I am making money, doing something that I never thought I could make money from. Here I am improving and seeing my growth from my first haircut to my a thousandth haircut. Like, and it's because you just didn't quit. And so, like, I think we need to, like, explain things and, like, give examples and not be too cliche. Because it's so easy to be like, you know, somebody's, like, I'm depressed. And just telling them, go get a six-pack. Go get – I know it would work, but some people just don't register in their head. It's like you just need to get the fuck up and do something. That's all you need to do. And I don't even care what the fuck it is. You just got to get up and start. And then you lead your way up, and then now you have straight belief in yourself, you know? Yeah, fact. Man, you couldn't have said it any better, bro. The, 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 the main message he's saying is keep going. Things are going to get better. Even if it's not tomorrow, even if it's not the next day, next day, keep pushing because you will get to a place where you couldn't even thought you could have got to there. Like I, I like, like I was a child. Like I didn't I, I had a thought of like, man, I want to play pro ball. I want to be one of the people, you know, in the NFL or I want to play D1 football like but. You don't really see – you can see it, but you're like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get there. But if you just keep grinding, keep going, keep that faith in God, bro, you will get there no matter what. You can get through anything. You can get depression, get through a breakup, get through anything if you put your mind to it. And I think that's what you were saying. Yeah, 100%. You know, I think think that's going to wrap it up for today, bro. That was beautiful. I appreciate it exactly like all your illustrations you going into detail about all these things and i feel like this topic alone like the stuff that we talked about right here is like in my personal opinion this is one of my favorite episodes yeah because of like the severity of of the things that we talked about like and regardless if we were on a podcast or not this is my mentality like even if you didn't agree with my mentality with certain things I would still have that same mentality. Just if I didn't agree with you on certain mentality or things that you believed in, mm-hmm. you would still have that same mentality. Like it does. Like this, we're, we're, this isn't like a TV personality like no. that we have. Like this is actually us. So, um, you know that that type of stuff is appreciated and, and you know it's respected because at the end of the day, like you know with all the things we talked about with you know early on with the Kiki Palmer things, hey, right is right, wrong is wrong. You should be trying to be a better person and build the life that you want to live with your family, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, I think that's going to wrap it up. You know, Wanavelli, I appreciate you. We love and appreciate every one of y'all that are supporting us and, you know, have just stuck with us every single episode, every week through every controversial like topic, you know, you guys have like genuinely built like a, a, a community within, you know, self revelations. And we appreciate you guys so much. So we we thank you again for tuning in with us, and we'll see you next time on Self Revelations. Sheesh, that was a good one, bro. That was actually good.